What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Blackie Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book and sometime anime news on the small and the big screen. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 51. Uh, before we dive into that, go ahead and rate this podcast. Go ahead and give it five stars on Apple, Pocket, anywhere you're listening to it podcast wise and if you're listening to it on youtube go ahead and hit that like button share the podcast it really helps the podcast in the algorithm get in front of more people get more listeners and help the podcast grow and you're all about supporting the podcast so that's one way you definitely can support it another way you can support is you can check out my patreon blackie cool at patreon uh, look up the rewards, see if you want to be a patron, and go ahead and patron a great way to support the podcast. So without further ado and all that intro stuff out the way, let's dive into this week's news. So first up, small week, small screen news. Ah, I can't talk. Um, news is kind of scarce, so it's not going to be a lot of stuff in small screen or big screen, just to let you guys know off the top. But like I said, let's start off with small screen news. First up, Disney Plus has passed 50, wait, I said that wrong. No, I did. I said 50 million subscribers. Like, wow, that's amazing. Apparently, they're growing faster than Netflix, but people are wondering, will they be able to keep up that pace? Um, I know they just launched in Europe, and there's still like a couple countries they're not in yet I think like they launched in Europe like maybe two weeks ago I think another country is supposed to get them in like another week uh, so they could make it to a hundred million um, that would be crazy I know as of right now uh, Disney Plus is kind of the only string of income Disney has besides like Disney Shop, where you can buy stuff online, because uh, their theme parks are closed, uh, their TV shows, they can't make new TV shows, and their movies are shut down. Oh, and I guess they also make money from ESPN as well. That's like their second highest um, profit thing they have. I forgot the word. <laughs> but, yeah. So they're not getting any money coming in from any of that stuff. So Disney Plus is their only like source of income right now. So Disney Plus, Disney is pretty much like a lot of us. <laughs> One source of income now. Small, but still they're bigger than us, so to be honest with it. Hold on, I gotta get a drink of water. <laughs> also talking about Disney Plus, Bob Iger actually has come back. Because Disney Plus, like I said... A lot of their uh, sources of income is dried up, and they're kind of in trouble because they bought Fox. They went into a lot of debt buying Fox, but they figured, hey, we're making billions and billions of dollars a year. We'll be able to pay that debt off. But being that they have no income coming in, that debt is calculating up. So there's a potential for Disney Plus to be taken over. Uh, I believe it's Apple might be looking into them, um, might be buying a huge portion of Disney stock, 
which will make them the, um, uh, I can't say that word, the multiple share owner. Well, they'll, they'll have all the shares. Um, so that Bob Iger is coming back to make the share owners feel better and to try to get Disney back on the right track. They're actually um, might be changing the way they do it. Because if you don't realize it, which I didn't realize it myself, somebody pointed it out. Disney is a very hands-on thing. It's a actual like being there in person experience. That's the real big experience with Disney, like being at their theme parks, feeling like you're inside the movies they show. It's real hands-on and real person-to-person, and you got to be there, being that at this point, everybody needs to be away from each other and not around each other because we're being safe. You're practicing social distance. There you go. I appreciate that. Um it's really hurting their business model. So now they they have to adjust. You either adapt to survive or you die. So Disney's in the process of adapting. And I'm going to give her credit because she put this idea in my head. Um, oh, I forgot her name. <laughs> She's from Beyond the Trailer. She's on YouTube. Check her out. I forgot her name. I think it starts with a D, but I can't remember right now. Um... She said Disney might want to look into buying a game, a video game industry or video game company and producing video games. Because as of right now, that's the only thing that's really selling, selling. And Disney have had some success in that field with a couple of a couple games like the um, the last Star Wars game and the last Spider-Man game. They kind of had a joint project with that. And both those games, I believe, made a billion dollars. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. So I double check my math. But yeah, I think that might be a good idea. I mean, you got to figure out something. You got to do what you got to do. So that's one avenue they can go about. But in other news, Disney Plus is still announcing stuff. Like they're still announcing stuff they're doing. And one of the things they say they're going to do is a live-action remake of the Robin Hood Fox animated movie they did. <coughs> Sorry. That's something stuck in my throat. Um, so if you didn't know, uh, Disney did this animated movie called Robin Hood when all the characters were animals. Uh, it's pretty good pretty good movie um they're talking about doing a remake of that on disney plus it's supposed to be a live action cgi remake so there's still going to be animals but they're going to be like i think mostly like garfield um i well more like jungle book i'm considering hopefully it's more like jungle book where the animals can emote not like Lion King where they can't emote, but then that's what I'm hearing. I haven't seen Lion King yet. I have to see it because it's one of the movies I watched the trailer for, blah, blah, blah. I got to do it. So look for that. Maybe in two weeks I'll watch the movie. I have Dis- It's on Disney+. Plus. I just haven't got around to it. Um, anyway, but it's supposed to be in the sphere of that kind of live action remake. And it's I believe it's going straight to Disney+. Plus. I don't think it's going to theaters. Um, being that that's going to be all CGI, that's something they could probably do right now at home. Uh, it seems like they're trying to green light 
projects they can do while in quarantine, which is smart. I mean, you can't go outside, you can't have a studio, blah, blah, this. So you got to do what you got to do. Um, in other news, there's a report that Rosario Dawson's contract for playing Ahsoka uh, actually extend to multiple shows. So she could be playing Ahsoka in multiple shows. I know they have that. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. The character in one Rogue One, uh, Cassidin. Ah, I forget how to pronounce his name. I just saw it a minute ago and I forgot it already. <laughs> oh, but I know they're making that show and Ahsoka would be good in that as well. I know they're working on the um, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And I also found out this is, it's later in my notes. It's not even in my notes. Did I not put it in my notes? Oh, I didn't put it in my notes. I got to remember. I'm going to put it in my notes after this. So, and they're also working on, the word is, is two Lando shows, one young Lando show and one old Lando show. So one, the first Lando show is supposed to be after Solo the, after the movie Solo, that's when it's supposed to take place. And the second Lando show is supposed to be taking place after the rise of Skywalker. So for the young one, they're supposed to be getting Donald Glover to be in it. It's supposed to be a Disney Plus show. And in the second Lando show, they're supposed to be getting... I forgot his name. I just blanked it. I had it in my brain. Oh, goodness. I hate that. Um, Billy D. Williams. There we go. He's apparently supposed to be coming back to play Lando in the second show, which is a pretty good idea. I like Donald Glover as Lando, and Billy D. Williams did a great job in The Rise of Skywalker as Lando. He didn't did he didn't have a lot to do, but I think he did a pretty decent job. Um, so there's a chance Ahsoka could be in. Will she be in? I think she's still alive with the young Lando. I think she is. So she could be in that as well. So that's very interesting to see where Ahsoka might pop up in these Disney Plus shows. In other news, uh, there was a photo of Grant Gustin, a.k.a. Flash, a.k.a. Barry Allen, a.k.a. Flash, wearing a black Flash suit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't watch Flash anymore. I I did watch it, but like I say, I got tired of everything being his fault. <laughs> Every season, it was something he did. That's why we had a bad guy. I got real sick of that, and it seems like they're still doing that. But I must say, him in the Flash suit looked cool. It looked really cool, interesting, and I kind of want to know what's going on with that. Um, <laughs> but I'm about to watch. I think I'm behind. What I don't even know what season we're on right now. I think it's on like season seven or eight. I am not watching like five seasons to catch back up. That that is not happening. Um, <laughs> but uh, let me know if you are watching The Flash. If you know why he's in the black suit, hit me up Blackie Cool on Twitter, Blackie Cool on Instagram, and Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Let me know. In other news, so. 
I watched the first episode of Tales from the Loop. Um, they have all of them on there. It's on Amazon. They have all of them up there. I think I'm gonna like I say. I give a show three episodes, and if it it gets me, I'll keep watching. If not, I'll let it go. If you are keeping up with the YouTube channel, I'm on my third episode of Vagrant Queen. And I think that one might not make it. But that's a talk for another day. Right now we're talking about Dills from the Loop. So I watched the first episode, and I'm not going to lie to you. At first it was boring. It was really boring. I almost fell asleep. I think I might have dozed off for a second. But then towards the end of the episode it got interesting. Um, and I, I end up liking the episode. Not a lot, but I did like it. But I hear that uh, this show is a little, it's, it's more, it's like Stranger Things, but darker. So I'm going to end up checking out episode two to see if, uh, if it can hold my attention. It gets me drawn into the world. But as of right now, episode one was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, boring at first, but they're setting up a whole new world. So I guess you gotta take time to build that and understandable. Um, but let me know if you've watched at least episode one or if you've seen the whole season. Do you feel it's worth watching? I think it's like eight episodes and they're like, they're like 50 minutes apiece. Like, that's a lot of time. I mean, some of us have a lot of time right now, but that's still a lot of time. <laughs> it's a lot of time. But let me know how you feel about the show. Uh, is there something you recommend people watch or how do you feel? Uh, in other news, apparently HBO Max will launch in May. They haven't changed their launch date. They're still going to launch in May. Unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of shows that are not going to launch with them. A lot of them, like the live action shows that they were doing, the Friends remake they were doing. None of that's going to launch with it because, like you know, everything got canceled. So... Unfortunately, we will not get those shows, but I'm pretty sure they still had a a pretty decent uh, catalog of stuff. Yes, it's kind of old stuff that we can rewatch, remember, but I would like to watch Fresh Prince. I would. I'm not going to lie to you. I would, and I like that with HBO Max, I should, I think you get... If I'm if I if I recall right, you get HBO, you get this new HBO Max, all that streaming stuff, and you get the DCU verse app. So for that alone, I can get all those apps and be able to watch all those shows from one app, and that's worth it to me right there. Um, and then I mean, eventually we'll go back to. Uh, I won't say normal, but we'll go back to being able to go outside and do stuff and actually talk to people face-to-face and not have to do social distance and all that good stuff. And we'll be able to get these shows then. So, you got to be a little patient. I know it sucks. Trust me. It sucks. But, yeah. Other news. Um... Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s final season has uh, a premiere date, and it's coming May 27th. So, not going to lie to you, I'm not an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. I watched, like, two episodes of the first season, 
and it was weird. Um, but I guess people fall in love with it. I don't know. <laughs> if you like the show, you like the show. It is what it is. But be excited because now you got something to watch in May. So if you've been watching the show, Die Hard fan, you got May 23rd or May 27th. You get to see the last season of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, it's on ABC, which I'm surprised. So I didn't watch Asian of S.H.I.E.L.D., at least not the first season, but I did watch the whole season of, what was that show? Oh, I just blanked on it. Not New Mutants. Um, it's the one with the guy with the voice, uh, that if he talks, it could destroy the world. And his wife has hair, but in the show they cut it. Oh, I'm, Inhumans. Inhumans. I watched all the Humans episodes. And that wasn't... I give it to you. The beginning was terrible. I think I might do a review on it. Because I, I, I actually liked the show. I liked the show. After a while, it did get good. Yes, the beginning is terrible. You take away her powers. That's stupid. But <laughs> it's still a decent. It's a decent story at the end. That's what matters. Uh, yeah. That's my quick Inhumans review. <laughs> I know you guys are gonna be so mad. So you watched that? Yes, I did. I did. I did. It was weird. Um. In other news, uh oh, there it is. I did write it on there. Well, I guess that's all the news. Well, I guess I could talk about some anime. So. I was going to yell at Funimation because uh, I haven't been able to watch My Hero Academia because they haven't had the dub versions on there. But then I read that they have not been able to record because of the COVID. So that's my fault, guys. My fault. y'all. But they are working on putting the episode out. Um, episode 84 of season 4. I think they finally put that out in the English dub, so you can watch that. Uh, I know My Hero Academia is on, like, episode 90 now, so quite a few episodes behind, so I haven't been able to watch that. That sucks. I haven't been able to watch Demon Slayer. Um, I think I missed, like, two episodes, so I'm going to try to binge that real soon so I can catch up on that. I believe I'm going to start... Uh, Promised Land, I seen that in, I think it's, uh, Vinland, I think it's a Viking show, I heard that was pretty decent, I'm gonna check that out, if I can find that, uh, subbed, I'm gonna check that out and see what it is, and see how it is, uh, what do you, do you guys, uh, Cassie and, uh, and her, Sorry, I was just reading stuff. <laughs> I forgot I was podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and just a quick note on just something I'm watching that I like. Dave. It's on um, FX. Check it out. Dave. It's uh, from, I guess he's the creator. I know he's like an executive producer. From Little Dicky. He's a, a rapper. He's actually a decent rapper. Really good rapper. He's got a show on FX. It's really good. It's 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 like a different version of Atlanta. If you really like Atlanta, and I mean that's the closest thing I and it's that's the closest thing I can uh, compass it with 
something that weird but still really good. Dave is really good. Go ahead and check that out. Um, so that's all I have on my notes. Like I told you guys, slow week for news. Kind of, I was surprised it took this long for news to die down since everybody's stuck in the house and stuff like that. And everything was just, this is late and this is late. So that's kind of gone away. But yeah, that's all I have on small screen news. As always, hit me up if there was something you want I missed. You want to get my opinion on, my thoughts on, and all that good stuff. Hit me up, Blackie Cool on Twitter, Blackie Cool on Instagram, and Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. And I'll definitely put it on the next podcast. Alright guys, time for big screen news. I was about to say small screen. Big screen news. Uh, I'm still working on um, getting music. I just haven't had time to find something I like to put into these segments. But uh, one of these days I will have music. Um, Anyway, so I didn't know where to put this actually. Because it's, it's technically big screen news. But it premiered on small screen. So if you figured out what I was talking about, Trolls War Tour actually came out this past weekend. It's the first movie that was supposed to be released in theaters. Since theaters closed, it got released on video on demand. So it was released for $19.99 for 48-hour rental. And it made 90 million dollars over the weekend um being one of the highest on video on demands ever to be released they say um touche congrats to them uh i think it's universal as the studio congrats i know they were getting a lot of flack from theaters but now that they got this in their back pocket they walking high um, and this could be a big game changer uh, as we go forward. If, I mean, I know there was a lot of people online complaining, like, that much for a rental? That's ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. But clearly people paid for it, wanted it, and it, it's very successful right now. Uh, yeah. I'm amazed. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm amazed. I guess they did like $30 million the first day. So that means they had to do $30 million each day to make that much. At least that's what I assume. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they made $90 million. Um, I'm going to double check. I'm going to double check another source. Because <laughs> that's still wow. Uh, but if they did, too shady them, like congrats like that I know um they really worried um being that they're the first movie to release they're kind of the first one out there to see if we go straight to um home viewership how would it be and yeah I guess they made 90 million plus so, ooh, jeez. I'm sorry, I was reading. Uh, so, touche. This, I'm like, this is definitely a game changer. Theaters should be a little worried, because <laughs> um, if studios can release their movies and make the same amount of money they would in theaters, 
and get a lot more of the profit because when you release it in theaters, there's a, what is it? I think there's a 50-50 cut or, or, well, I think the the movies, the studios get the, like, the first weekend and after that, a lot of it is uh, taken for theaters, I believe. I don't know how it's broken down, but studios don't get nearly as much as they do when they do a video on demand. Video on demand, they get like 80% of all revenue, I believe. And if that's a new thing, oh my goodness. Like, I can, I mean, after, now that Trolls have been the first one to do it, I can first see other companies trying it and see um, how it does for them. I mean, Trolls, honestly, this might be a one-off because Trolls is in, uh, let's say, a very good position being there's nothing new out right now. Everybody is stuck at home. Everybody's stuck at home with their kids as well. That is a big factor. There are a lot of kids at home right now and parents trying to figure out ways to entertain them. This could be why this was so big. Not saying that it can't be done again, but that's something they probably should look at. Um, I would like to see what they do with like a more of an adult movie. How would that be affected and how um, the money would be made on that. But for Trolls, this is excellent. This is really good for them. So, touche to them. Uh, uh, I didn't rent it because my wife told me not to. <laughs> I was this close to getting it. Because the kid, but then the kid got in trouble. But that's other words. He did something he wasn't supposed to be doing. So I was like, no movie night. Shut it down. <laughs> My daughter was so bad. But we ended up watching. What did we watch? I think we just watched um, Moana again. She loves that. Uh, but in other news, so Taika Waititi, I think he he did something. He was on something. I can't remember what it was. But he started talking about some things that are happening in Thor four. So he talked about there's going to be space sharks, which I don't know what that means, but it sounds amazing. Um, They're going to get into more of Krog's backstory and apparently how they how his species mates. That's weird and weird. He honestly said there's like there was a it was it's like a, a three year old just threw ideas at us. And we just took all the ideas and made it work. So he said Thor 4 is going to be a lot more crazier than Thor 3. And that he's really excited about it. And he's like, I have so many like ideas. I want you guys to see it. It sounds like he's super excited about it. And it sounds like it's going to be amazing. Um, Thor 3 was really good. Like the best Thor of all, out of all of them. Hands down. And anybody doesn't say that, they're lying. Just, just to be honest. So the fact that Thor was the only character to get a, a fourth movie. Everybody's was one, two, three, and done. Thor got a fourth movie. And I think it was on the strength of Thor 3 that it did so well and was received so well. And it reinvigorated that character and took that character in a whole different direction that they can play with and just 
go off the rails with. I think that really pushed them to have a Thor 4. And now that you have more people coming in, there's also, uh, uh, I think he said, be wary he might have, um, uh, what is it, uh, Beta Ray Bill might have an appearance in Thor 4. Ah, that's very interesting if it happens. <laughs> but yeah, Taika Waititi let us know what might be going in third four, and to be excited for it, and to know that we're he's working on it, he's trying to make it the best thing he can. That's amazing. Uh, in other news, we got our first look at Doom. Well, Dune. I don't know so why I said it like that. Uh, Dune. Um, they have pictures. And kind of let us know who's in it. And I didn't know uh, Zadea was in it. So that's cool. I, I think I knew I, uh, Ars. I can't, I never can say his name right. Ars, uh, Oscar Isaacs. I can't, if I look at his name, it doesn't come out right. But when I just try to pronounce it, it's just fine. Um, um, Timothy, how do you say his name? Timothy Shalomat, Shalomat, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, he's in it too, and Jason Momo, Jason Momo was in it. Uh, so like, these pictures look really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like, let me see, Oscar Isaac's like uniform, that uniform they're wearing looks really cool. I don't know who she is. She looks cool too. Why does everybody got blue eyes? I like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know Dune. Uh, my um, my friend Michael, he knows Dune, and I probably would do when I when if this when this movie actually does come out, I'll probably do a review with him. Um, he knows Dune a lot better, but I I like the armor they're wearing. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. It's it's a it's a weird cool design. Um, I guess everybody carries a knife or something. I believe he told me about that. But yeah, looks really cool. It it's got me really excited for this movie. I really want to see it now. Um, I might need to start reading some books. Uh, maybe I should go in blind. Let me know how do you, if you're a Dune fan, what do you think? Should I watch the? I think there was like two. One movie and one TV movie or something like that. Um, I'm ex I'm really excited now. I'm really excited for Dune after these pictures. These pictures done the job. They they got you excited for it, interested to see what's happening. Oh, that's dude. Okay, I'm looking at other pictures. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast. Oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see this. What's with the nose plug things? Was there breathers? Why do you have two breathers? That's weird. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, Dune pictures look awesome. Makes me really excited to see this movie. Uh, it looks super clean, super cool. Love the designs. I want to see this world in motion, honestly. But uh, in other news, uh, so the Suicide Squad trailer, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad trailer has been delayed also, other like promotionary stuff has been delayed. We all know why. Um, James Gunn actually came on Twitter and told people this, uh, which is cool. He's letting us know about the movie and keeping us updated. That's cool. 
Uh, sucks though. We'd love to see a trailer. Really want to see um, like finished products of that movie. Um, really excited to see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, I'm just really excited for that too. <laughs> um, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, at least the first one is amazing. He did a great job with that. And I'm very interested to see what he does with these characters. Me and we've already had a kind of a movie, which I I kind of like the first Suicide Squad movie to an extent. But I would like to see somebody else with more of a, I say, magical um, imagination and able to tell a different story through motion and music like James Gunn did with Gun- um, Gardens of the Galaxy. It would be very interesting to see that done with the Suicide Squad. And that this is a little darker of a movie. I think it's rated R. Which the Suicide Squad should have been, in my opinion. But yeah, super excited to see what he does with it. But we gotta at least wait for a little longer before we get a trailer. Um, in other news, Pixar's Soul got pushed back. So now it's going to be released in November 2022, 2020. I don't know. I said, I think that's Thanksgiving. Um, I guess I have my, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not excited for this movie. It's cool. The fact that it's one of the, it's Pixar's first black, leads uh it just sucks that he's not actually like um a person looks like most of the movie he's not a person he's gonna be a ghost um that's just frustrating but they say that it's supposed to be a good movie i guess they're trying to win an oscar with this movie um it's just that it's just, your first black lead, and he he has to be a ghost and not an actual person. I mean, person like an animated person, but still a person. He doesn't like well, the princess the frog. Half the movie she's a frog. Like, come on, either your first black princess movie, and most of the movie she's a frog. Like when you start thinking about it, most princess movies. A lot of them don't change colors. I mean, they'll change into like animals or stuff. Only kind of the black ones. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, Mulan, she she did stay a human, but she had to pretend to be a boy. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty did sleep. So, I guess she... But she was still a human sleeping. I'm just saying. Cinderella, still a human. Um... I guess you got uh, Pocahontas. She stayed a human. Tangled, she was a human. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. But yeah, if you're excited for Soul, it got pushed back. But at this point, you pretty much knew everything was going to get pushed back. Like Disney was holding on to that spot, just hoping for something. But come on, we knew we were going to have to shut that down and push that back. So yeah, we got to wait a little longer for Soul. 
in other news, which is really exciting news. Really excited about this one. Um, Sam Raimi has officially signed on to direct Doctor Strange 2. Moto, what is it? <sighs> Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness. So he's officially signed on to direct this movie. Very interested to see. I really digged Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. He directed both of those. He helped write them and all that good stuff. Had a vision for it. Super excited for that. Oh, I'm really interested to see what he does. Especially since this Doctor Strange is more of kind of a horror theme. Doctor Strange is going to get a little more creepy. I think that's going to be really well, going to work really well with him and his style. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for it. Really excited. And I'm glad that he is directing it and they've he signed on and all that stuff. Oh, I just can't wait to start seeing clips from it. Um, clearly, we're going to have to wait a while because it, it's they were supposed to start shooting at the end of this year, I believe, or at the end of summer, I believe. And I'm sure that has gotten pushed back. Mm, yeah, but other than that, super excited. Super excited. Um, in other news, so John Cena put uh, XO Man of War pick on his Instagram. So people are saying that he is either saying he wants to play that character or he's saying he signed on to play that character or it could just be a comic book he really likes. It's really up in the air. Um, being that the Valiant universe got started off with... Uh, I blinked on his name. I just blinked on his name. He played Bloodshot. Vin Diesel. There we go. Vin Diesel. Um, it wasn't the best start. But then again, it was right before coronavirus and shut everything down so um but you can check out my review of that movie on black keep cool on the youtube channel check that out if you like to see my review of that movie but yeah would i want john cena to play exo man of war um i think he'd do a decent job i think i think he'll do better in the action scenes than diesel would have done um yeah, I, honestly, I would have liked him to be Bloodshot, now that I think about it. Because I think he would have been better in the action scene, made it look more believable, made you feel actually part of it. Ah, that's just how I feel. Excuse me, I had to sneeze. Um, yeah, but I guess we'll have to wait a little while to see if... He is involved in that movie, or if he just really likes the comic book and wanted to post up a picture. But that's very interesting. If he is EXO, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want him to be EXO. I think I want a like a smaller dude to be EXO. Uh, I wanted to be kind of an um, a unknown person that they could build that universe around. Because if you go straight for big name guys. I mean, Marvel did it, but they took Robbie Downey Jr. where he was kind of not really big to build their universe around and made him what he is now, again, on top. 
So maybe somebody that's not really in the limelight now anymore, get them and rebuild them as you build your franchise. Maybe that's the way to go. Just my opinion. Uh, in other news, apparently the Barbara Gordon Batgirl movie is, well, going to have a different Jim Gordon, let's say that. So the Batman movie is like an Elseworlds story like Joker. So Jeffrey Wright being joke, being um, Gordon is just for that movie. Which sucks. I would love him to be Gordon for the whole universe. But apparently he's just going to be Gordon for that movie. Then again, it kind of makes sense because Justice League, um, not Jeffrey Wright. Uh, what is his name? I forget his name. He played in Whiplash. He played in Oz. He played um, Jeff. Jonah Jameson yeah Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man and he did a cameo in Far From Home he was um, Commissioner Gordon in Justice League so yeah I guess that makes sense but uh, I guess we're gonna have like a third Commissioner Gordon um, in this Batman our Batgirl movie once they get around to making it um, it's interesting. I think they're, DC just keeps doing this to themselves. Like, why do you have so many different versions of your character on live action, TV shows, movies, animated? Um, like, I think the way Harley Quinn animated season one show is is what birds of prey should have been uh and i think that show hurts birds of prey it really does i like the show way better than birds of prey because it feels more authentic to harley but i guess if you want to say this is the cinematic version of harley whatever um i want regular harley (laughs) that's just me i'm sorry but yeah we're going to get at least two more Gordons. So I assume we're going to get two more Bruce Waynes, two more Batmans. Um, two, I don't know. I don't think Barbara Gordon, I don't know why I say it like that, will be in the Batman. So we only get one of her. Um, and other news. So there's a report about the Shang-Chi script. That it is kind of ripping off Mortal Kombat. So, apparently the script is very identical to the Mortal Kombat script. Which I had to kind of look a little bit into. Because I can't remember the Mortal Kombat script from the first movie. I do remember. Funny thing is, my um, mother-in-law was watching Mortal Kombat like two days ago. And then I found out about this story. So, um, in the Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi script, there's supposed to be a fighting tournament. He's, um, invited to a fighting tournament. Uh, I guess spoilers, if you don't want to know this stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, let's say skip t- two to three minutes. 
because we're going to talk about this for a little bit. So skip two to three minutes if you don't want spoilers for Shang-Chi and the nine rings, on the ten rings. So apparently in this script, there's a fighting tournament and the winner of the tournament gets the rings. Shang Tsung. Uh, is that? Nope, that's not. Uh, is it? Uh, the Mandarin. Wow, that was terrible. The Mandarin invites Shang Chi to go to the tournament. Um, kind of coerces him, whatever. And Shang Chi is actually an orphan, just like in the script with Liu Kang is an orphan. And Shang Tsung kind of invites him to this tournament. And they're also supposed to be fighting like a lot of different Marvel superheroes, you know, lower tier guys, but Marvel superheroes, people you kind of recognize and whatnot. So there's that vague um, premise of Mortal Kombat to the Shang-Chi story, which might upset people. Um, I don't know. It's hard because most movies pull certain things from different movies and add to themselves. There's only like seven stories you can really tell and you just find different ways to tell them. So until I see it, I don't know. The only good news is if it's really that much of a rip off of, of Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, the reboot is going to come out before Shang-Chi. So they'll still hit the ground first. And it's supposed to be a much harder reboot. It's supposed to be a hardcore. I mean, rated R. There's supposed to be um, fatalities in it. I'm super excited to hear about that. They actually have already finished filming the new Mortal Kombat movie. And they actually moved it up the release date. So I'm excited for that movie. But yeah, I, I can't really... As of right now, this is just reports of it. Until you actually see it. You can't really 100% say, yeah, that's what it is, and downplay the movie. I mean, Marvel's been doing this for 22 years, so you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, unfortunately. Uh, Yeah, but until it comes out, it's just hearsay. Now, if it comes out and it is pretty much ripping it off, then hopefully, I, I will at least point it out. At least in my review, but I don't know about everybody else. I can't speak for everybody else. But in other news, some news about the Black Panther 2 script. Once again, um, if you don't want to skip like a minute or two ahead. So apparently the Black 2 Panther, Panther, I'm getting tongue tied. The Black Panther 2 script is supposed to focus on Namor. Apparently, he and Black Panther was a fight. There's supposed to be a battle um, for Atlantis. So, it sounds like they're going underwater. It's supposed to be, apparently, it's a ripoff of Aquaman. <laughs> where they're showing two crazy uh, hidden worlds. Wakanda and Atlantis being technologically advance and all that good stuff like they did in uh, Aquaman they're supposed to have a big undersea fight um I I am a little disappointed if that's the script 
because I I like the idea somebody pointed somebody said something about the idea of having Craven and Storm to where Craven is hunting and you show Black Panther stops him from poaching and you show that aspect of poaching in there that's cool and then you get Storm and Black Panther has that love interest that would be really cool but I'm not the head of Marvel so um like I'm saying, I'm still excited for Black Panther either way it go. Uh, if it's that story, that would suck. I'm not going to lie to you. I would suck. But until it happens, I can't 100% say. So hopefully, maybe they'll retool it throughout here and add some more stuff to her. Like, I do like Namor. I think that's a great villain. You can use that and make him an anti-villain, blah, blah, whatever. That would be cool. But... I want the Black Panther 2 sequel to be really good. Really, really good. Now, if you could do this and make it really good, I'm on board. But if it's, if it's, if I can tell it's just a copy paste of Aquaman, but for Marvel, ah, that would suck. That would suck a lot. So much. Um, yeah. But that's all the news I have for big screen news. As always, guys, you can hit me up and let me know if there was something I missed, something you want to get my opinion on. Let me know. I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. So you know what time it is. It's time for trailers I watched live reaction to, but never got around to actually doing a review. Review. Smooth, right? All right. So the movie we're going to do is Terminator Dark Faith. I'm going to preference this that I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it. And I actually saw it while it was still in theaters. I just never got around to doing a review for it so I'm gonna try to vaguely remember uh, a quick synopsis of the movie so I guess we turn back into the Terminator world where this new Terminators have come um, which I really like the new Terminator Liquid and then the um, skeleton it's really cool um Plot is uh, this lady. I forget. I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna remember any of the characters' names. <laughs> I totally forgot all the characters' names. So there's a, there's a new. Uh, let's call her the protector. <laughs> new protector. Um, she comes to protect this one lady, who adds just because of all the Terminator time travel and the movies have they changed stuff. The new savior of humanity is um, this Mexican woman, <laughs> which we'll get into that later. <laughs> and this new Terminator, uh, we call her Protector because I can't remember her name. I should I should have wrote some stuff down, but I didn't. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> this is why you guys love this. Um, she's coming back to protect her. From this new Terminator, we're gonna call him Liquid Black because I love I love the liquid and it's really cool. Um, so that's the premise basically. And with all the time travel and like the Terminator movies, they really mess up the time travel in the world. So it's it's all conjumbled. All you know is Terminator trying to kill somebody. That's the basic premise. It's basically Terminator to Judgment Day. Act like none of the other stuff happened. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, um, what I thought about the movie. Um, 
it's funny. Arnold Schwarzenegger is really funny in it. Um, uh, I want to say Linda Hamill, I think that's her name, who plays John Connor's mom, Sarah Connor. I knew I was remember her name. Um, she's a badass in it. Uh, but then at points it gets weird where like there it's like why did you guys do that? Doesn't make no sense. Uh, but this also is a weird pro-immigration movie. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> like the action scenes are cool. The fighting is cool. Arnold does a great job. The new Terminator has really cool powers and really cool design. And I think that really he the like the the guy that plays the Terminator, the new Terminator, he has his really dry wit where he he has his weird one liners here and there, but they're super dry in the way he delivers it, but it works. It's hilarious. It works so good. Like I, I, there was one part where he fell on somebody's she shit, and I forget the one line he said, but he was like, you got to rebuild that or something like that. But it worked. It worked. I know I can't remember it now, but it worked. So um, let's get a little deeper into, just just so you know, I'm going to spoil this movie terribly because I, I might say some stuff that I think I remember correctly, but it might not be wrong. It might be half off. So you're going to be like, did that really happen in the movie? I don't remember that. So <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> this is going to be bonkers review. I'm telling you. Okay. So the protector turns out is, um, was this little girl that, uh, the Mexican lady, cause I can't remember her name. Unfortunately, she actually saves in the future when she's a little girl and she's also like one of the people that brings people together to fight the machines that's why she's a leader or something they gotta protect her um she actually travels back in time but she is augmented with uh with these enhancements that allows her to be strong fast and all that good stuff and actually fight a terminator cause a normal human being can't fight a terminator it's a machine blah blah this uh, but there's this weird thing about her body where she has to have, uh, I don't know what it was, some kind of liquid she has to kind of replenish herself and she burns through it real fast. Terrible design, but I guess if you're fighting machines, you make what you can and you do what you can because the way she was designed... She's built for short bursts of power and strength to kind of eliminate as many targets as possible real quick. And then she shuts down. So it's pretty much a suicide mission kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm explaining this really bad, but it's such a, it's very good. I won't say it's a very good movie, but it's, it's a very interesting installment of the Terminator franchise. Um, I do like this better than Salvation. I like this better than the one where they were in the future. I forget what that one's called. Salvation is the one, Gemini. I think I like this better than Gemini. Gemini is the one when John, spoilers for any of the other Terminator movies. 
Gemini is the one when uh, John Connor becomes a Terminator. <laughs> I know. That's so weird. But that does happen. Salvation is the one where we, I think that's Christian Bale as, the, as John Connor. So those two are really bad. Those two are really bad. The only good Terminator movies is Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And like the first 10 minutes of Terminator Genesis. <laughs> the first 10 minutes of Terminator Genesis is really good. And then it gets really bad. <laughs> but Terminator Dark Fate is good. I didn't, I didn't say really good. It's good. Um. <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger... They, they did this thing where, spoilers for Dark Fate, they did this thing where Arnold Schwarzenegger actually kills John Connor when John Connor is younger. So this throws off the timeline completely. Completely. He comes out, they like, um, John Connor and Sarah Connor are on some beach. He walks from the ocean, walks right up to John Connor, puts like two bullets in his chest, John Connor falls down, bleeds out, dies. Terminator walks back into the water and disappears. Turns out that he, his his mission was completed. So he just stayed on Earth for years and eventually found him a lady. <laughs> yes, Terminator found him a lady and all of a sudden wanted to know what it felt to be human. So he had a, he had a, he had a, he had a wife. His wife already had a kid, so he had a whole family, and he was a um, was he was he a painter? I think he was either a painter or like a, um, a drape designer. Like he designed drapes or something. <laughs> I can't make this up. This is what they did. Um, but while he was doing this, Sarah Connor was um just angry, angry at the world. So she started just killing Terminators when they came back in time. The funny thing is, he was sending her the information, letting her know where the Terminators were. Great twist. Great twist. Amazing twist. Amazing twist. And then there's a point where there's a soldier that's helping Sarah Connor, and I can't re call that soldier's name if he was due from the first the Terminator 2 movie that helped her get the arm and then killed himself I can't remember somebody let me know if that's true I can't remember but let me know um overall uh how did they win uh, oh the immigration part I never talked about that so like this whole movie like starts in Mexico <laughs> and then they have to immigrate uh, immigrate I don't even think that's how that term is used they have to make their way to Texas <laughs> they have to make their way to Texas to find Arnold to help them fight this new Terminator so they're basically hopping trains it's amazing it's so good it's so good it's a really good movie. It's I don't well I don't I don't want to say it's a really good movie, but right now it's it, it's probably good if you watch it. It's if you're a Terminator fan, it has Terminator stuff in it. Like if you saw the trailer, that bridge fight is really good. The bridge fight is really good. 
a lot of this new black Terminator, I don't Liquid Black. Let's call him Liquid Black. I, I know I came over the name from earlier, but I've already forgot the name. <laughs> His scenes are really good. Like he he massacres um, the what is the border patrol? He disguises himself as a border patrol, massacres them, and then when they get to the end fight where they're fighting in a dam, and there's like a uh, I want to say it's a scepterfuge, but I don't think that's it. But it's something that spins around real fast. They use that to kind of kill him, but he's like almost instructable. It's amazing. Um, you really need to watch this movie. <laughs> it's it's enjoyable. I had fun with it. I had fun with it. Yes, it makes no sense, but the jokes land, and most of the jokes land. The action is really good. The acting is pretty decent. Don't worry about the storyline because it's it's terminated. It's gonna be confusing, but yeah, I give it I give it a seven out of ten. I liked it that much. I had fun with it. Like if there if it was on TV, I'll watch it again. I would watch it again. But that's my review of Terminator Dark Fate. Unfortunately, it didn't do really well at the box office, and it doesn't even have Corona to bail itself out. It was just it just dumped at the box office so i don't see us having another terminator movie anytime soon um i can see them maybe rebooting it just starting from scratch but i don't see us continue with arnold Schwarzenegger anymore for good reason you know uh but yeah thanks guys that is the podcast for this week just a reminder you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, uh, iTunes, or anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Uh, you also can listen to it on YouTube at Blackie Cool. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, you can support the podcast by going to Blackie Cool Patreon, become a patron, uh, look at the tiers, see what something you like. You can actually be a guest on the show as a Patreon member. That's one thing you can do. Check that out. You can also support the podcast by going to Anchor, the website, not the app, and give a donation. You can be a supporter on there. That's one cool way to do it. If you don't have any money, I know times are tough right now. Sorry. You can support the podcast just by sharing it. Sharing, liking, telling a friend, all that good stuff that's always appreciated. Or you could buy a t-shirt. I forget I have t-shirts. I always forget I have t-shirts. You could buy a Blackie Cool t-shirt at teesprings slash Blackie Cool. Check that out. Get your t-shirt. Hit the hashtag uh, BGC84. If you get a t-shirt, that would be really cool to see. Um, but, yeah, always thank you guys. Appreciate all the love the support. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast.